All right, so top five horror movies. Uh, let's start. Let's each start at five, and then uh, we'll each give her five, and we'll, we'll work our way up the list. Does that make sense? So do all five? Or yeah. We, okay. Yeah, yeah. So my fifth, we'll start at, like I said, start at five, uh, Rosemary's Baby. Classic. Never seen it. I, I liked this movie in the way I liked her. I, I like this movie in the same way I like Hereditary, and that to me, I've had this argument many times that I don't even necessarily think that Rosemary's Baby is a horror movie. To me, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a dark family drama. Sure. And uh, it, had, like, it has a few extreme moments of horror, but for the most part, you just you're, you want this, this woman to get away from her husband and her, like, her traitorous evil husband. And to me, uh, it's like just the real human aspects of it make it equally as horrifying as as the fact that she's carrying Satan's baby mm-hmm. in this film. Yeah, yeah. And it's a couple of my favorite kind of tropes of stuff, which is like Satan, Satan babies, <laughs> yeah. all those like avenues I love. Uh, but like, I mean, that, Hereditary, The Babadook, uh, mm-hmm. horror always gives like really interesting avenues for women and performances mm-hmm. and stories about women. Uh, that usually can use these metaphors to be interesting, but like, and be about how society questions women on all these larger levels and they feel crazy themselves and mm-hmm. usually get to come out in the end in some sort of cathartic ending, even if it's not always like a happy cathartic yeah. ending. Um, and Rosemary's Baby is one of the ultimate examples of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's my five. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, now? go for it. Uh, my number five. Uh, we've already talked about it, The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Playing at the State Theater when, Nick? <laughs> uh, that plays at the State Theater on Saturday, October 13th at midnight. It's a classic. Uh, like we said, it works not only as a send-up of horror movies, it also works as a really damn good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few parts in it that are pretty scary, as uh, I'm sure Tyler could tell you, I do not scare easily. (laughs) And I'm actually always on the lookout for a horror movie that can scare me. Mm -hmm. And The Cabin in the Woods almost got there. Almost. Interesting. (laughs) What what do you mean by Tyler, you can see We went to a haunted house one time, and Nadine may have seen me, like, run into a wall because I got so scared by someone. It may have happened more than once. And Nadine was just cool as a cucumber the whole time. It already an angel, scary. but a very calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your number five? Uh, my number five, so I decided to go kind of more of a horror comedy route for mm-hmm. this one. Uh, it's a film I think is really underrated. It's Jennifer's Body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I always wanted to check uh, that one out. so good. So it's uh, Diablo Cody off the success of Juno basically got kind of a free pass to do what she wanted. So she had a script already mostly ready to go. It's a horror comedy about essentially a hot cheerleader, which I say because that's the trope it's playing on, uh, who starts killing boys. Mm -hmm. And there's even a great line where someone's like, you're killing people, Jennifer. She goes, (laughs) no, I'm killing boys. (laughs) And it's got this really great arch sensibility of that kind of campy teen dialogue, but it's also like a really... Uh, deep movie about kind of female friendship and high school friendships and all these different things. And it got a lot of hate at the time, uh, interestingly, because of Megan Fox and just her general persona in Hollywood. So many people were against her. And the tide has started to turn a little bit. I've always been like a Megan Fox truther (laughs) on her side, but she is great in the movie. Mm -hmm. She gives a really, really just dynamic, full-fledged performance. And you believe her when she's, you know, her teeth grow out and she's like killing these boys really mm-hmm. crazy. But also there's, there's just so much going on. And um, it's also from Karen Kusama, who directed the uh, the great The Invitation from a few years ago. Yeah. She's also been making more of a name for herself. So 
Uh, it's just one of the more interesting female-led Hollywood studio horror movies of the last decade. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really funny, but uh, the gore is pretty crazy, too. So I feel wow. comfortable putting it on this list. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. That is definitely not not one that I, I look back on and be like, I should have seen that movie. I just kind of, I feel like it kind of came out and slipped away. <laughs> I've seen a lot, lot of good, complete. I've seen a lot of good gifts from that movie. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Very good lines from that mm-hmm. movie, which uh, makes mm-hmm. me want to watch it a lot yeah, more. The now. dialogue is very similar to mm-hmm. Juno in terms of that insane quotability. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it just works. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number four is Halloween, the original John Carpenter's Halloween, uh, and that is it's just it's it's a slasher classic. It, it's extremely schlocky and fun. That, that that that's one that I don't think it's it's a it's not to the film's detriment how funny it is because it's just mm. it's so fun. I I, I, I I maybe funny isn't the right word. No, I know. I mean, it's, it's fun. It is. It, fun, it's a classic. Yeah. Like it's dark and there's stuff going on, but it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I would almost use fun more than funny because I think yeah. that's a good distinction for slashers, especially mm-hmm. yeah. when they're not going full camp mode. Right. Um, I love Halloween too, and um, I think Halloween also is scary too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's more the more it goes on too the kind of funner it gets but like right. just him standing behind a bush you know <laughs> like yeah. that to me is scary mm-hmm. um all those kind of images and it's so like that is the original slasher and the original well i guess we could get technical it's what black christmas right. uh but anyways yeah i think michael myers is one of the best horror icons <laughs> because of all time he's 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 an animal is what makes yes. it, he's, he what makes him so interesting to watch because you can't see his face he has no he gives no sense of emotion right right he uh, he's he's in like a like a what's what's he wearing is that like a jumpsuit it's yeah like an auto repair <laughs> suit almost like but and he but he's covered so even when yeah. he gets injured you don't see blood mm-hmm. he's just this indestructible force that is just going around murdering these teenagers yeah and he set the precedent for like calmly walking towards someone slowly yeah. and not being scared. like most you know, you're always like, why are they walking so slow? But with him, it works because it's mm-hmm. just part of this, like, mystique, yeah. this spooky mystique he has built up. Yeah. And then, like, you, we mentioned his John Carpenter score earlier. Yeah, the best. That's an- another, another Have you seen the new genre. Halloween trailer in theaters? As soon as the score kicks in and plays for, like, the last half of the theater, uh-huh. you just see everyone kind of perk up and, like, really? bouncing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just so dynamic and great and, like, immediately recognizable, uh-huh. too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that, for that for that new that new take yeah, yeah. uh Nadine? uh my number four is another movie we've talked about funnily enough uh the babadook yeah uh, we don't have to talk about it too much more but one thing i wanted to highlight was the incredible production design the house in that movie is really a character itself it's painted in such a weird way in these very pale blues mm-hmm. that really makes you feel the sadness and sorrow of the main character yeah and uh, it's almost Tim Burton esque mm-hmm. in its uh, in its furniture choices, and, and the, the y- book too is mm-hmm. very Tim Burton. Yeah, of course. The, yeah. I, yeah, thank you for reminding me about the incredible pop up book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that must have been an amazing project to produce. But when when she's like in her bed, and you get those wide angle shots of her bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not in the same way as Paranormal Activity, but you find yourself trying to look for something scary mm-hmm. in the same way that she might be. And it's mm-hmm. so effective in establishing a really dreadful atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It works a lot with very minimal light as mm-hmm. well, which, and, uh, and then, like just the, 
like at, at their dinner table, almost looks like they're in an interrogation room or something. It's just a very dark kitchen yeah. and one single light over them. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, the, like you said, it looks beautiful. Yeah. A beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four, which was, oh, Raw. Uh, a oh, movie that came yeah. out a couple years ago. Uh, played at the Michigan uh, French coming of age film, <laughs> yes, uh, as I like to put it, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think one of the better coming of age films of the last yeah. decade, uh, and one of the better best college films I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's essentially about like a welcome weekend at this boarding college for veterinary school, and uh, the young woman who is attending the starts getting cravings for human flesh. Yeah, the wildest veterinary school I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That they really go party, hard there. Yeah, uh, and it's a so well made too similar to Babadook in terms of just how well crafted mm-hmm. it is but in an opposite uh, much more like warmer colors and just huge like the scope of it yeah um, and it's I, I don't know I just it really stuck with me and it goes off the themes that we were talking about earlier with uh, kind of women questioning themselves and their place in the world and people coming against them when they feel crazy and absolutely it touches on so much of that while still being fun still being crazy and still having some of the biggest just like uh, audiences like you could hear them like because <laughs> uh, there is some gross stuff in that movie. I'm glad uh, you called it a coming of age story though. Yeah, because that's oh, really no, what I I'll, took away from yeah. it. Everyone's just weird in their own special way. Sometimes you eat flesh and like that's yeah. just what it is. Yeah, yeah. everyone's special. Um, <laughs> There's no shame in that. Yeah, or if there is, get over it. Yeah, you know, come that, on. Yeah. It's 2014. When was that movie made? Twenty <laughs> seven. It's the 21st yeah, century, yeah, yeah. guys. People eat flesh. Get over it. Oh, yeah, and that girl just gives a stunning performance. Oh, yeah. The lead in it. Oh, and yeah. It's, uh, and it's got some fun queer representation, too. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of horror movies don't make the space for queer characters, despite, mm-hmm. I think, the capacity for some really interesting stories there. So that was something I appreciated as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is The Witch. And that's mm-hmm. Robert Eggers' 2015 <laughs> 17th century horror film. Mm-hmm. And that movie, you, that movie is unlike anything that gets made these days. It's just, it's, it's beautifully written. They talk in this, you know, 17th century prose Mm-hmm. Where everything the 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 child actors are fantastic. They're like yeah, there's this yeah. the part where this the young, eleven year old boy he gives this as he is. There there's a part where he's I'm just gonna say he's he's dying basically. The 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 devil yeah. has has gotten him and he gives this long soliloquy yeah. about seeing the light of God and it's so it's so. It's like uncomfortable, which yeah. is what I liked about it. Or it plays into the uncomfort- uncomfortableness of a uh-huh. situation like this. And I don't know. There's like a weird – there's just a lot of weird undercurrents going on yeah. too with mm-hmm. these kind of repressed Puritan people Yeah, uh, that plays into everything going on too. And yeah. it's it's very bleak, just a lot of gray and earth tones. And the, for the, so for those who don't know, the movie is about this Puritan family and they're banished from their from their village – and they go off to live on their own at the edge of this forest. And the movie plays with just the sense of evil in the forest as as people actually believed in that time. The forest was evil, one, because there's you know, bandits and Native Americans. And also it's just where the Puritans believed the devil lived and where he did his uh, 
where he did his his, his devil duties. His devil duties. Yeah. And the the movie gives uses gives you so little and makes it so terrifying where you you see a rabbit hopping through the forest. Mm. And the, 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 I saw a rabbit on the way home from that movie <laughs> and my friend and I refused to get out of our car for like 20 minutes till we were sure that, you know, Black Robert, whoever this new one was, had like hopped off properly. But just the kid, kid makes eye contact with a rabbit and just, it's terrifying. You think yeah. the yeah. devil is in that rabbit yeah. right now. And... Uh, yeah, it, I love uh, horror films that tap into paranoia. Like yeah. That. Um, I think that's so effective when it's just no matter where. Rosemary's Baby is another one. Yeah. You know, when, no matter where you are, you are not safe. <laughs> that's like such a great yeah. undercurrent to tap into. You are so much better at describing my list than <laughs> I am. I, just, I feel like I should just give this to you and you, you, tell, you tell me why I like this movie so much. <laughs> yeah. One thing I really liked about The Witch was uh, its use of animals and how yeah. it also used its lighting to make the animals look very otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, goats already look otherworldly, <laughs> but sure. that's that's another conversation. Yeah, Black Phillip is an icon. Black <laughs> Phillip really is an icon yeah. right now. No, oh, so <laughs> my number three uh, is another film that uh, works great as both a horror movie and also an homage to horror movies. It's Shaun of the Dead, Edgar oh. Wright's 2004 classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderfully made. Uh, I mean, Edgar Wright is definitely one of the best directors working today. Uh, and with his Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy, he tried to pay homage to, I guess, his three favorite genre of movie. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead was his first one, and it works beautifully as both uh, a really amazing zombie movie and also an examination of the tropes of the zombie movie. Uh, and I'm sure you guys have seen it many times. It's mm-hmm. a cult classic by now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You haven't seen I it? Haven't, I haven't seen it. Really? No. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what surprised me the most about Sean was just that it's a good movie. I think I was expecting yeah. it to be a really silly, silly comedy. And it mm-hmm. is have that kind of silly British sense of humor. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is just, it's just like a real movie. And it, the stakes are real. The characters are real. Yeah. The emotions are real. And um, and by the end, you just want them to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That any horror, you just you want them to be okay. Yeah. You know, and that's that speaks to it. And that's know. what makes a great zombie movie. I totally. Think. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, uh, my number three is the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. 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 Um, I love it's so that is like you know the kind of classic found footage movie mm-hmm. um, that I think really popularized it after. Cannibal Holocaust might have been the first kind of real one. Right, yeah. But uh, but it's so effective mm-hmm. and so just real. You know, people talk sometimes about the main characters being annoying in that movie, mm-hmm. which I did not find to be the case. No. It just was like people uh, – is your guy sounding weird? Mine? No, mine is right. sounding weird. Okay. Anyways, uh, it's like um, – where was I? It's just people losing their minds. Yeah, and I think yeah. it really, really – shows what it would be like to get mm-hmm. lost in the woods, lose your mind. And I think that ending sequence is one of the most terrifying things ever put to film. My dog uh, used to, during lightning storms, <laughs> sit in the corner and just wow. watch it. Oh my God. And I was like, no way. Katie, get That's away. Terrible. Yeah. I know you're scared, but now I'm scared. Uh, but no, it's just so effective and so simple, so proof yeah. of what you can do with like, yeah. you know, a bit of like... Uh, being ingenious and mm-hmm. not afraid. And that cast is so game, so yeah. game for it, you know? And yeah, I just, it's so effective. It's the other ultimate mm-hmm. uh, woods horror movie. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm, say. so that, that's, that's my number two. So I'm just going to, cool. we'll continue yeah, this yeah. conversation. And uh, 
Yeah, like you said, the cast is so game. And like I mentioned uh, um, a couple weeks ago, they got a raw deal because of that. Because yeah. Yeah. They're, they were so believable of, about what was on screen. People thought that they're actually watching real found footage. They're watching the, the last moments of these teenagers' lives. Mm-hmm. And just it was hook, line, and sinker for these for these crowds. That's why the movie was so huge. And then when it when it was revealed that they're that they're actors i think that it angered people because like oh you got me you can't mm-hmm. you can't trick me and then like she was she won a razzie for 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 her performance yeah that i almost and wanted like that was another thing that bothered me that people like hated her yeah she's so good she is and incredible yeah Ugh. and then and then uh, as we said earlier or there's two different ways you can watch it. There's either there's something in the woods that are after them, or there's or it's just random people like Hillbilly's deliverance style oh screwing God. with them, which is I think is equally yeah, as terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the new Blair Witch? I did. I liked it, but I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Same. It was like really fun. It was yeah. also like really dumb, but yeah. it was fun. And I actually kind of liked that you saw the Blair Witch in it. Okay. Um, but I don't know. That one was there was so many like. There were no jump scares. There were just like no. endless amounts of like trees falling and mm-hmm. stuff. So it was so like it got kind of old. Yeah, that 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 was the only thing that I didn't like about it was that you did see the Blair Witch. So yeah, we had, yeah, I yeah. We had opposite reactions there because to me, just seeing actually seeing the Blair Witch kind of ruined it for me. Right, but right. I just because like, my just imagination, I feel so much more powerful. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I I I expected to not like. I it. think yeah, no, for the the original one, that was absolutely the right choice yeah. not to to show it, even if they had had a bigger budget. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, you're just like, what, what is it? Yeah. What is going on? And it was mm-hmm. the perfect amount shown always, mm-hmm. yeah. just to get just enough to give you a hint, mm-hmm. but enough that you're you are always the one kind of looking in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah, so Blair Witch is my number two. What's your number two, Nadine? Uh, my number two is David Lynch's Mulholland Drive, Ooh. which I almost didn't put on the list because I guess, like, I, I'm not sure if I would call it a horror movie, but, like, as I thought about it more and more, I could only describe it as a horror movie because it's not really a drama. Mm-hmm. It's not a fantasy. It's not mm-hmm. a romance, really, although it has all of those elements. But what it has a lot of is a lot of horror and mm-hmm. terror and just a... A lot of dreadful atmosphere mm-hmm. where you can't really tell what's going on, but you know that it's something bad. Mm-hmm. And also, I think the scene with the man behind Winkies, the diner, is one of the scariest things I've ever <laughs> the seen. The jump scare? The jump scare. Yeah. Even though nothing really happens, it's something about the way the man looks yeah. and the sound design of the scene and the character's reactions that mm-hmm. just makes it like a nightmare come to life. I think that movie is probably the closest thing I've seen to how a nightmare feels yeah when you're watching it yeah 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 it's it's so it it he david lynch just throws out plot altogether like just yeah. or, or at least typical story design yeah it's, it's just it's not you can't even it's it's not there sure although <laughs> so i it, think there's definitely a story there yeah. that you can piece together if you want to mm-hmm. but I don't think it really matters if you need if you do. You definitely mm-hmm. don't need to piece the story together. Just the, but the, the, and the way you watch it, the way that you feel uncomfortable and that you you could because you don't really understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. It is it's it also the use of paranoia, yeah. like like you mentioned earlier. It's yeah, 
Yeah. I, yeah, I thought about putting Eraserhead on my list. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, which is everything we just said applies to that, too. Um, yeah. Just because it's, again, like, I don't know if I'd call it horror, but it's easily one of the most unsettling yeah. movies I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. it all is just, like, nightmare imagery mm-hmm. played before you. It's mm-hmm. so just, like, unsettling on, like, a deeper level almost. Right. Like, one that kind of takes you a while to process mm-hmm. instead of just being, like, oh, that was scary. You know, you walk out and you know exactly what you felt and why you felt it. Right. Mm-hmm. It, like, really sits with you, um, and you have to kind of unpack it yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's your number two, Tyler? My number two is The Descent. Another one I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that, but oh, I, I watched so the trailer good. for it, and I thought, nope. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it plays. If you have, like, remote, like, claustrophobia of any kind, watch this movie and by that I mean like don't watch this because <laughs> it really uh is you they it's about a group of like six women who go I don't know if it's spelunk I want to say spelunking it is spelunking okay yeah. I yeah. just like that word um and they it's like the Appalachian Mountains or something and sure. the deeper they go of course then they get like uh caved in and they are like well shit so they have to get out um and they're just who knows where and they keep having to go deeper and deeper into tighter and tighter spaces and it's so just like The way it films everything is just so, you feel that crossfit phobia and it's so tough. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, by the time they're like about to lose their minds, monsters show up. (laughs) And it's some of my favorite creature designs of the the last decade. It feels almost like Del Toro-ish. Okay. Um, They're similar to the the pale man, Mr. Like Eyes in His Hands, Uh um, except there's like a thousand of them instead of just one. (laughs) So they are like, they're really scary. And there is some of the best jump scares um, I've seen. They're just like he is like mm-hmm. a master of like using your expectations of when those scares are going to come and subverting them so that you do actually jump. And it's based on the atmosphere and the in-scene execution rather than just the sting itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read a description recently that the cast is made up of like six final girls, mm-hmm. which is part of what I love about it. Mm-hmm. It's not just like you're one or two final girls and a bunch of expendables. It's just like six strong women who are like have been friends forever and are all kind of likable and interesting in their own right. Mm-hmm. And um, you, so you're like, well, I don't know who's going to make it. I like everybody. And mm-hmm. it makes everything hurt more. It makes you feel everything more. And it's got, I think, one of the great dark endings, too, of uh, of horror, which I think horror always has room for that, you know, last little stinger at the <laughs> yeah. ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is one of the better uses of that. Okay, I got to um, see this now. Oh, yeah. it's, so, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my number one is The Shining, and this yeah. uh, Stanley Kubrick's horror masterpiece, and it's the 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 production is it's the the production design that does it for me, and just the mm-hmm. amount of effort that Kubrick took to leave audiences guessing and yeah. remaining confused because he uses this uh, the motif of the maze. Mm-hmm. The maze plays uh, it's a, a central to the plot of this movie, and he uses that motif throughout in the in the hotel as well and that the way that they they turn corners and walk and move around the hotel is like a maze itself and he mm-hmm. uses that in uh in framing and cutting and editing it to 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 create this illusion and that th- you'll see moments where they th- I think that's when they walk into the freezer uh you see them go into the freezer and then when they come out of the freezer they're in a totally different set he just he, he completely just pulled a the, a trick on the audience to just to make the to make the the hotel be as confusing and weird as possible, and yet there's a great documentary called Room Two Thirty Seven. Have you seen mm. this no, one? No, but I, I've wanted to. Yeah, and it's basically he looks at 
every the 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 the, the filmmakers basically discuss every theory that there is about this movie mm-hmm. and because um that's just that's that's what this movie cult- cultivated is that right. just keeping the audience every everyone has a different theory about what this movie is actually about mm-hmm. and also if you if you map out like well, yeah, w- one of the, one of the things they touch on this in this doc in the documentary is that if you map out where the characters walk throughout the hotel it just doesn't make any sense they're they're walking into rooms that shouldn't be there mm-hmm. and that's really cool it is and just the amount that of attention that like Kubrick has his 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 design like his his aesthetic mm-hmm. that shows up in all his movies just perfectly symmetrical frames, and that just makes the the movies so much more eerie. Is that yeah. in that there there's perfection within this house of imperfection? Yeah, it's so eerie. And then of course like I. Jack Nicholson, and then uh, he, yeah, he gives iconic all, um, performance. Yeah, an iconic performance. Don't even have to talk about that. But yeah, Shining. And Shelley. And Shelley. Yeah, yeah, Shelley God, Duvall. That yeah. great shot of her going through I mean, the pages. Yeah. That's the both of them, in their own special way, give some of the best performances ever in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Shining, my number one. What's your number one? Uh, my number one is Get Out. Is it? Get Out. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Every Everything about it is. I I can't think of a way to improve it. It's not only scary, but it's so smart in how it tells its story. All the performances are just spot on in their uh, different way. The main actor, Daniel Kaluuya, is so sympathetic. Bradley Whitford as the uh, patriarch Mm -hmm. is suitably uh, not evil Mm -hmm. in the best way. Uh, Just sort of... Yeah, I mean, a lot of my favorite parts of that movie is, like, the first half, and it's all yeah. the kind of more, like, <clears throat> leaning into the more subtle forms of, like, racism happening yeah. that are just in day-to-day exactly. conversation and things like that. And that, I think, is such a huge part of why the movie resonated, because you get that, and then you get to play into, like, the really cathartic... Yeah, uh, the payoff. Know, over, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of the best experiences I, I've ever had at the movies, as I've said already. Yeah. Uh, but just the entire arc of the movie from the way it establishes its world to the revelation of the insane evil to the payoff at the end, uh, it's just one of the best stories I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be hugely influential to any I hope so. to young people coming up, mm-hmm. young filmmakers coming up. And I think it's really going to stand the test of time. I mean, so few movies have that huge of a cultural impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think all that is just testament to how great it is and how it's going to be a snapshot of like our time but because Absolutely. of that stand mm-hmm. the test of time and he's doing another social thriller jordan yeah. peele right us mm-hmm. what's it called? called us us yeah, yeah. in march in i march. actually think it's coming out but there's no details about yeah. it yeah just just, just so it has a fantastic poster though mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they, yeah that which they released but there's no plot details yet yeah well i'm mm-hmm. excited yeah, yeah. Uh, my number one is one we already talked about, actually, mm-hmm. Halloween. Oh, yeah? Yep, uh-huh. original Halloween. I just think it's the most brutally efficient horror movie mm-hmm. yeah, ever made. Uh, and then Jamie Lee Curtis gives one of the great horror performances, too. We talked mm-hmm. about all the reasons Michael Myers is so effective, mm-hmm. but she is so effective, too. You know, the original mm-hmm. Scream Queen, I like the first one because it doesn't have the sibling thing, which works right. for, like, convoluted sequel land, but, yeah. like... 
as the original when she's just a girl, you know, living her life. Right. And yeah, she, like he, this dude just won't leave her alone. And she is so <laughs> sympathetic. And I don't know, she's just so real. And so mm-hmm. like you just, you care about her and you want her to, to do well. And um, yeah, I just think it's the best. And she got that role Purely on her ability to scream. Is, is that, is that, is that <laughs> oh my true? Oh, God, yeah, the original yeah. Scream Queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, of course, she's the daughter of Janet Lee, who... Uh, true. Mm-hmm. But, but... The other original Scream Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Terrific. No, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Jamie Lee Curtis. I, would, I can't believe I didn't bring it up in the... When I... Earlier in the conversation, but, yeah. Terrific movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, before we wrap this... Uh,